I don't think we can ever spend too much time focused on our customers. Without customers, we don't have a business. Yet too often we, as businesses, become obsessed with creating efficiencies, reaching the next financial goal, or achieving a desired share of the market. But none of those benchmarks or metrics can happen without the customer. What would happen to your business if you became obsessed with your customer? On this week's Pursuit of Purpose, I share my thoughts on why I believe we need to engage our customers in a conversation and value their perspectives in different ways than we have before. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Recently, I was in a meeting regarding the class I'm teaching, and I was specifically asking some questions regarding the course materials. Rather than continuing to talk with the program director, I suggested that maybe I should just ask the publishing rep myself. What she said next really kind of surprised me. She said this publisher will only speak with the person who signs the checks, not the instructors, saying this was their attempt to be more customer-focused. I shook my head in disbelief. Well, I actually said something, but I won't repeat it. How is this customer focused if you refuse to speak to the end user of your product? Just because I am not the one that signs the checks does not mean I am not their client. In his book, Marketing Mess to Brand Success, Scott Miller asks the question, have you become so distracted by your internal focus that you've lost external focus on your customers? This is a great question, and one many businesses, including this publisher, need to consider. The networking group I mentioned in the episode about return on investment, they could benefit from considering this question too. One of our members reached out to the national office regarding her membership, and the response she received back was anything but customer-focused. There wasn't any offer to help or suggestion of steps to smooth out the situation. And as I am working on this episode, I read a, a post in an online entrepreneurial group that I belong to. A member posed the question asking if the experience she had with two different businesses were common. With one, she walked away feeling shamed by the organization, and the other was declining a refund or a release from her membership because she had found out after making a 12-month commitment that the program schedule wouldn't work with her schedule due to time zone differences. Very different reasons, but both were more internal process-focused than customer-focused in their responses. Too many businesses behave this way. And I get it. It is easy to fall into the trap. We become so focused on what is needed to keep the business going that we lose sight of the most important part of keeping the business going. The customer. As Dr. William J. Mayo of the Mayo Clinic said, 
The best interest of the patient is the only interest to be considered. Change patient out to whatever you call your client or customer, and this statement is easily as applicable to your business as it is to anyone else's. Marketing's role in an organization, regardless of the size of the company, is to be the voice of the customer. It's why startups are encouraged to do customer discovery interviews. Find out what the customer wants, needs, and will pay for. Do they actually need the product that you think they do? Will they pay for it? Or is the problem not significant enough for them to even want your solution? Or a solution in general? These are excellent questions, but you need to continue to have the conversations with your customer. You need to always be watching, learning, and asking what works and what doesn't. Or you will do exactly what Miller warns against. Become too focused on the internal operations of the company that you lose sight of what keeps your company going. I've talked a lot about the story brand framework on this show. Your customer is the hero and you are the guide. Do you treat your customer as the hero? How is your marketing? Whether it is a team of people or just you, serving as the voice of the customer. When you are planning your next campaign or communication, are you responding to a question from your customers? Or are you responding to an internal stakeholder? One of my favorite stories from working in healthcare marketing was how many physicians thought billboards were the way to get patients through the door. Really? A prospective patient is going to make a decision to come to you, a cardiologist or a gastroenterologist, because they saw your message on a billboard on the drive to work? Doubt it. You know why they wanted billboards? Because it was something they saw. And they didn't see the other marketing messages put out because they are not the target audience. They didn't watch the TV stations or the shows that their audience does. They don't read the same magazines, visit the same websites, or the, use the same social platforms. But they drove to work and saw billboards. So, therefore, their audience did too, right? Not only is this a poor reason to make a strategic marketing decision, it is also selfish. But unfortunately, selfish marketing decisions happen far more often than we want to admit. And those happen when we focus internally rather than externally. So you are probably asking yourself, how can I keep the customer front and center with my marketing? Think about all the meetings you have for your business. How is the customer represented in those meetings? doesn't matter what the topic of the meeting, there is always a connection back to the customer. Even HR. When you are talking about employees, think about their interactions with the customer. Does it match to, up to your expectations? Are the customers appreciative of the interactions they have with the staff, or are they complaining about it? If you struggle to keep your customer top of mind, keep an empty chair in the room when you're having meetings. That chair represents the customer. Or have a photo of a person who represents your ideal customer and put it in prominent places around the office, a place where everyone will see it. Or better yet, make sure that a copy of it is on every person's desk. Then when they see it, they will think of the customer. One of my LinkedIn connections shared she has started writing her posts in response to a question her VA has sent her each morning. 
These questions are representative of what her customers would ask. This is a great way to ensure you are speaking to your customers when you are writing your messages. Miriam said that this slight change in her process has made writing the post feel as though she is having a conversation with someone specific rather than a crowd of faceless individuals who may or may not be her audience. What else can you do to keep your audience top of mind? Each time a new idea is brought up for your business, ask yourself these questions. How do we know there is a need for this idea? Which customer told us it is needed or necessary? What did our customer tell us about this idea? If you cannot answer these questions, find some customers and talk to them about it. Find out what they think. The results of focusing on your customer and their experiences with your business is significant. According to a recent Oracle survey, customer experience and loyalty are closely aligned. 74% of people said the customer experience impacts their willingness to be loyal. 60% of surveyed executives recognize that customers have more power today than three years ago. 59% of customers switch brands due to poor experiences. And 40% of customers are willing to pay for a better experience. Another survey found that 62 billion, that's billion with a B, is lost each year to bad customer service. And 91% of customers will leave a brand without ever complaining. Understanding your customer and keeping them central to your business decisions means a lot to your brand, your reputation, and your bottom line. What is one thing that you can do today to focus on your customer? Let me know. Send me a message or post it on my social media. As always, I'll put links in the show notes for the resources I've mentioned in this episode. And don't forget to leave a rating and review for the show. And share it with someone who could benefit from hearing this all-important message about knowing your customers. Have a great week. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.